Welcome to Zach and Steve have a podcast. I'm Zach. I'm Steve, and we're back finally. We Wait. took uh, we took a spring break last yeah. week, Zachy. You left the country. I did. I, I I left. I wanted to see if it was better anywhere else. And guess what, Zach? It's not. It's not. Nope. This is the best place in the world. Yes. We love and now here. we're north of Pittsburgh, and now we're south of Erie. Yes. Right. Unfortunately, the- close to Ohio. But hey, like, listen, it can't be perfect. It's close enough. It's close. Perfect. Yeah, it's, cl- it's it's about as good as you're gonna get it. I would right? say so. Yes. Yeah, it was a good man. We had a really good time. It was nice. It was. Want to talk about Canada real quick? You do whatever you want, partner. Well, I don't. I didn't know if you had like a plan. No plan. No plan. So yeah, we. Uh, as many of you know, and we've probably talked about this at length before. We've gone to Canada um, on mission trips for the past decade. It's it's our. It's like probably one of the longest running mission trips. At our church, yeah, I would venture to guess, because yeah. like as far as like consistently going there, we've gone um, uh, at least eight or nine times, um, and also you know uh, we had COVID hit, so we couldn't go for many years. So 2019 was the last time we went on a mission trip to Canada, and was the last time we went to Canada in general. Um, and so this past weekend, uh, Sarah and I, a lot of things have changed. Okay. So uh, the O'Boyles. Um, who we served with are, you know, I, I've talked about this too before. He's now a pastor in Meadville. Yeah. Is, uh, you know, they, they live up there. We're doing this mission trip together. I used to, we used to go up to Canada and serve with them at their yeah. church. And now we're serving together at Willow Springs and doing a few other outreach events and stuff, which is going to be really cool. So, I mean, a lot of things have changed. And one of the things that changed was there's a new camp administrator. Okay. He oversees the entire camp. Very nice guy. His name's Jake, uh, and his wonderful wife uh, Abby. And they had two awesome little kids. We we uh, we wanted to get to know them. Yeah. Before we go up to Canada and spend a whole week with them, like we wanted at least them to know who we are. I'm a lot. Yeah. Did you tell them about our podcast? Yeah, Zach. I led with that. You should have. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, hi, I'm Steve. I have a podcast. Yes. It's fairly popular. We we among- need, we need to spread out another country into this. <laughs> Getting back to Canada. Yeah. So we went and met um, Jake and Abby, really awesome people, uh, and we got to know their family. Oh, oh, like they have two little ones, and it was really, really great just getting to know them, their vision for the camp. Because uh, the guy that we served under at the camp for many years, his name was Tom, awesome dude, but he's now semi-retired. Okay. He still works for the camp, but he's no longer overseeing everything. Now he just does like groundskeeping kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and they, he, you know, they, they just keep that place immaculate. So let me tell you this. We drive up okay. to to Canada. We finally get to the camp, um, and it was a, it was quite the uh, cathartic experience. Okay, like walking back, I had already a couple of years ago. I had written this trip off. Yeah, I hate to say that, but I, I kind of just I I accepted the fact that we'll probably never go back. Mm-hmm. Like that, this trip is probably over. Too much stuff has changed, uh, and the likelihood of us going back is is slim that's not to say i didn't want to go back i had just kind of uh prepared myself mentally and emotionally uh that this trip was never going to happen again and uh, a part uh, something that had been a part of our lives for so long was over yeah um so driving up and turning on to it's it's bethesda road okay. uh, in in stoville uh turning onto that road and seeing the camp yeah. to our right uh, was was uh, it was a it was an emotional experience yeah. for me. I, I um I like I was just flooded with um just really happy memories yeah. of this trip. Like my with I mean 
the beautiful thing about this trip has been since year one. I mean, year one of this trip was just me and Sarah and our team, yeah. right? Like, right, right. we didn't have any kids yet. And then we had Tessa the next year. And then we took a year off because Luke was born like a week before the trip. And then we went back and it was Tessa and Lucas. And it, like, our kids have been part of this trip. And I just remember everything. It was, I was just flooded with memories as I walked around the grounds. And we went into the center building. We actually have a picture in the teen loft of the, the hub. It's called, it's called, they call it the barn. Yeah. Um, it's the little it like camp. Yeah, it, it is. It's an old barn walking in there and then just like, you know, how smells just, like, oh, yeah. I mean, obviously like what do they say? Like smells are the things that are most t- tightly connected to our memories or right. the, yes. the quickest remem- reminders. I walked in and the smell of like the, it's like, you know, the cedar panels yeah. and everything. I was just, I actually, I got teary eyed. Like, cause it was just, it was so awesome to be back um in this place and then just remembering the students that we went with and the projects that we had done um you know i was walking on you know in the uh the dining hall and we laid that floor um years ago like you know it was just like that pergo or whatever flooring that we did and we you know (laughs) painting the ceiling like just all the projects that we've done around this place and like you know we're, we're not to like pat ourselves on the back but it's like it's a part of us it's a part of who we are uh too and so uh, i was so excited to be back um and so it was just a really nice time we got the more canadian experience though this time so what's that mean it was all maple syrup and yeah that's it maple syrup and moose yeah (laughs) so no i mean yeah that's exactly what it i I think in ontario there's not a whole lot of moose i think that's more of a northern northern exposure kind of thing um Except for the moose that gave me all the draft results. That's true. Zach, Zach, I texted Zach about the draft, the, the NFL, NFL draft, draft. Yeah. and I'm like, you know, like, oh man, I can't believe how good this is going so far. He's like, how'd you find out? And I sent him a, a picture of the moose that was coming to my window. Yeah, a little gif. His name was Doug. I thought it was uh, Marvin. Whatever. It was Doug. Remember. It was Doug Marvin. <laughs> Douglas Marvin. But du- you had a moose voice. Didn't you have a moose? No, voice? it was his voice. Uh, <laughs> That's true. That's it true. Was his voice, uh, not true. my voice. The voice that was whispering that you yeah. know. He'd come up to my window and he'd say, oh, Joey Porter Jr. The the pick is in. Hey, uh, it's uh, Joey Porter Jr., eh? <laughs> I'm sure you guys feel real good about that, because that's a that's a legacy pick, eh? Yeah, yeah. That was him. That was yeah, that was the moose. That was the moose. I, I I, when I saw the picture of this, because you sh- you sent this gif of him. It, yeah. It, it was Marvin. It was or, Marvin. What was his first name? Doug. Douglas. Douglas, Douglas Marvin. <laughs> Douglas Marvin. The most Canadian name <laughs> possible. So you, it, it's a picture. You sent him with his head through a window. Yeah. It, that was the window in our cabin. Oh, okay. So he, he was, came up, he was oh, came hey, whispering. Oh, hey, dear. Uh, you, guys, uh, you guys getting real uh, set in there? And hey. then he, uh, hey? oh, yeah, yeah. Third round just came in. <laughs> They took that tight end. He's <laughs> a big feller. He's a big. He's big as me, <laughs> almost. <laughs> he laughed like that. Did he? He really enjoyed himself. Okay. Like he was. He was really pumped that he was a moose. Yeah. All right. <laughs> like I've never met a moose that, that was more into the fact that he's a moose. Yeah. Than Douglas Marvin. Yeah. Douglas Marvin was is a big fan of the Steelers. Of the Steelers too. Yeah. It's weird because you know Canada doesn't have a football team. No. Well, they, they have they, like the Colonials or well, some weird names. They they have their own league. Yeah. The CFL. Yeah. It's eight teams that nobody watches. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you ask somebody about football up there, and they'll be like, oh, yeah, the NFL. Yeah, absolutely, we watch that. I'm like, what about CFL? They're like, <laughs> we don't like CFL. What's that? <laughs> nice. They don't even care about that. Yeah. 
Yeah. I wonder how Marvin was getting his uh, information. Uh, he has he had a phone. Did he? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was taped to the side of his head. <laughs> it was a Bluetooth. He had a little Bluetooth, a Bluetooth thing speaker? in his ear. Yeah, he has yeah. a Bluetooth. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, Marvin, I mean, he's a very modern moose. <laughs> moose in, in Canada have evolved That's to the true. point where they can use phones. That makes sense. All right. Yeah. He had, you know, I mean, he was, of course, wearing a Mountie hat. <laughs> no. I just want to paint the picture. He wasn't in the picture you sent. No, no, no. He did. He can't. He couldn't get his head through the the window. Oh, those hats. With, those, with the, those hats are big. Yeah, it's a the mounty hats are big. So he to get his head in, he had to take the hat off. Oh, makes sense. Yeah. He also, and he also took off his red jacket. <laughs> I'm off duty, eh? That's what he said. That's Douglas. I'm not making fun of mounties <laughs> or anything. That's Douglas. Douglas Marvin. Douglas Marvin. He's he's a good moose. He's a he's a great guy. Yeah. He's a great guy. Anyway. Anyway. So, uh, going back to our whole, the whole experience, it was, it was just wonderful. We actually got to see Tom, um, for a little bit too. It was just, it was, it was, it was wonderful. I felt really blessed. And then we actually got to, we got to go to, so Jake, Jake's dad is a pastor Okay. in Canada. He has, he has a church. Churches are not big in Canada. He said like a mega church in Canada is like 400 people. Wow. He said he said you might get like a massive one in like Toronto. Yeah. And he said but like the biggest church is probably like a thousand people. You think about the biggest church in America and you're talking thousands yeah. of people. Um so anyway, it was uh, so we got to go there. It was a church of about like 50. Okay. And they had a potluck afterwards and it was one of the best experiences ever. I met I met Canadian Zach. <laughs> oh. His name was Brandon. <laughs> he was a nice guy. Why was he Canadian Zach? He looked like you. <laughs> he was the same build. Everything. Sarah and I are both looking at him like, Zach? <laughs> Zach, is that you? Uh, it wasn't you, though. It wasn't, no. It, it was, his name was Brandon. Okay. So, sorry, buddy. Was, was he a good, was he a nice guy? Would you guys have been friends? Yeah. Oh, immediately. Yeah. Me- immediately. Imme- immediately. He put off the friend vibe. He did. Uh, like, if, I, if we need to move to, to Canada for any reason. It'd be Brandon and Steve have a podcast. Yeah, <laughs> when when you go up there. Yeah. So well, so when you're on the mission trip, there's going to be a, a Brandon and Steve have a podcast. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. No, I'm not going to replace you, buddy. So he looked like me. He look yes, oh. similar, okay. similar build, similar look. Yeah, okay. I was like, that's that's Zach, Sarah. Yeah, I got new glasses. You did. You look like David Wallace now from the office. <laughs> you you look very like I mean, you look. Hey, I'm not, I'm not, would you say handsome? handsome. <laughs> I, you do look handsome. I'm Thanks, not going to lie. partner. I yeah, I'm not going to lie. You're a handsome guy. I don't know if that's weird, like, <laughs> but it's true. Um, and yeah, so you, I, whatever, dude. I'm sorry. If you cannot pay your brother in Christ a compliment, yeah. then like, come on, get over yourself a little bit. All right. That's funny. Anyway. So yeah, you had those new glasses on. I'm like. Zach, he looks like David Wallace now. I, I was just surprised you noticed I had new glasses. I didn't think they looked that different. Zach, but I look at your face That's across true. from this table <laughs> for almost a year now. Like, I mean, we've been very, we've been close friends, the best of friends for, I don't know, oh, well, cl- close to a decade. Yeah. If not over a decade. Who knows? Who knows? Who's counting the days? Probably Zach, because he has to put up with <laughs> I got this calendar on my He's wall. Just like, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a cinder block wall that he just keeps carving. Yes, it's like prison. Yeah, I got it's like another marks. day. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, I immediately noticed because I mean they're they're very different from your old glasses. 
I guess so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they they weren't that, like, they were, because they were almost more like uh, of that, like, wireframe yeah. design. So, uh, I, uh, I'm not that observant. I feel like if you got no, new you're glasses, not. if you got a new head, I probably wouldn't even realize it. Uh, uh, Zach, I, I fully recognize that. <laughs> I could have sent Canadian Zach in here, and you'd have been like, hey, Steve, it's good to see you. <laughs> new haircut? Yeah, exactly. Nah, that ain't it. Yeah. Anyway. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah, so you got new glasses. You got new prescription. Yeah, it's, I'm your, your really eyes long. have miraculously gotten better. Yeah, the so doctor said just the one eye. Just one eye has been miraculously healed. It was a minus three. It's now a minus two point five. You're it the did. only person in the world that eyesight is getting better as they get older. <laughs> I don't know if it really did. So this is what happened. I went to the eye doctors, and for some reason, this eye doctor is still making us wear a mask. So when we go in there, so it, which is yeah, fine. Maybe he has somebody in his family that is it's possible. sensitive. So, but when I'm doing the eye exam, he says if if because you have to put your put your chin on that little thing and the the, the, the spectacles come down and you switch the lenses spectacles. and you you look at the yeah. letters on the wall. He was like, if it fogs up, you can take your mask off. Well, the right eye of this thing fogged up when I was looking through it. And I'm like, I can't really see out of this right eye because it fogged up. He's like, just keep going. <laughs> he kind of. Nobody comes, has the right prescription at this guy's <laughs> he office. He comes over with like a little tissue and like cleans off yeah. the little hole that you're looking through. And, yeah. and it didn't work. It was still all fogged up. So when we got done, he was like, your prescription changed. I'm like, well, maybe it did. But yeah. I don't think it did because it, it got better. Yeah. Like that doesn't seem like it would be a possibility of what would happen. And uh, – it, it's, you're still it's, adjusting. You keep closing one eye, then closing the other eye. Yes, because like, you got this free. weird, like <laughs> your eyes blinking, like out of sync. So <laughs> they're not, I, they're not synchronized they're with one not. another. It's it's really weird. Your blinking has become unsynchronized. <laughs> I didn't even know that was a possibility. Yeah, instead of blinking both left, at right, the same left, time, right, like, left, right, left, right, left, right. Your brain is like going into overdrive. <laughs> left, right. Left, yeah, right. because every, I can't even do it. Everything's like, is this is this eye out of focus? I can't really tell. It's just, just going to take your eyes. It's uh, a little bit time to adjust. Yeah. Also, Zach's Zach's optometrist is is Garth Marvin, <laughs> is, is the Doug's brother, brother, the brother of Douglas. He's it's true. He's Canadian. He came to America. He did. He he emigrated. He uh, emigrated. Emigrated. Em, I don't know. I don't know what is the difference. I don't know. Emigrate means you leave, right? Emigrate is where you come in. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. Be, I'm sure Beth's gonna write yeah. in with the the correct answer. Beth, we'll, let us know. We'll, we'll let you. Yeah. I know Im- immigrants are people that come in. Yeah, but we're not gonna have an answer till Monday. It seems like Monday's the listening day. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, hopefully we find out before then. Um, Zachy, other thing I've been working on is um, screen time. Okay. This is something that I started working on in the past couple weeks. You mean like? Like getting less screen time less, in your life? Yeah, no, I want more screen time. Well, I didn't I'm know, up to, I didn't know I'm up you, to 18 hours a day. <laughs> that's pretty good. No. See, I wasn't sure if you meant you were trying to less screen time or, less. You, or you were trying to make like some sort of like media. Less screen time. Okay. Less screen time. I'm trying to uh, like minimize the amount of screen time. I was really proud of myself. Yesterday was my day off. Zach. Zach. Stevie. Guess. Okay, so my ba- I, I charged my phone the night before. Okay. Started with 100%. Nice. What do you think my battery percentage was at the end of the day? One. Zach, I said I'm minimizing my screen time. So <laughs> I, I, I didn't know if your battery was good or not. My battery is okay, not okay. very Zach, I have a relatively new phone. <laughs> okay. It's new in the last year, so battery's still pretty good. 
So, all right, to, to, to get kind of an idea, if, if you okay. before, what maybe was I your... should have said, maybe I should have said, Zach, guess, guess my screen time yesterday. No, no I want to do the battery guess. Good, battery Battery's guess. Fun. So, before you'd have, would you have to like charge your phone during the I day? I charge my phone every night, no matter what, but I was usually down to about between 30 and 20 and 30 percent. Okay, I'm, I'm guessing 75 percent. Zach, 96 percent. Wow, that's impressive. I'm impressed, buddy. I was, I was I'm really, I was you. really proud of myself. Yeah, my average screen time because it, it combines my so how Apple screen time works is it just combines your iCloud accounts. Okay, so like wherever your iCloud account is, has you signed in, so like our, our laptop or whatever, yeah, it calculates all the time you have on there, and then you get the, your report on Sundays, yeah, right? It always buzzes in my phone when, I'm, when, I'm, <clears> when, when we're at church. When we're it's church. like, yeah, it's like, hey, you're here, maybe <laughs> repent a little bit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I got I got my screen time, my average screen time for this week is two hours, nice. So that's, I mean, obviously I have work hours that aren't included in that because I have a different iCloud account for my, my work yeah. time. Um, but for my personal time, nice. under two hours. That's good. I'm really, yesterday was less than an hour of screen time. Nice. So I was really proud of myself. So man. with all that free time, what did you do? I, um, did you well, knit? Yeah. How'd you know? Did you, did I, you sew? I, 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 <laughs> I've been working on a puzzle. <laughs> Well, that's good. <laughs> thousand piece puzzle. Okay. No, you know what I, I found myself doing is like, so Sarah and I decided that we were going to have a spot in our house where our phones would stay. Like, we're not going to keep our phones on us. Okay. Um, and so, and, and to minimize that 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 habit of picking up our phone. Yeah. And just scrolling. Yeah. And I found myself like filling that time with better things, which was awesome. Okay. I, I really enjoy. And not, it's not a pat on my back. I'm just saying, like. It, it can happen. I've also like it gave me a, more peace yeah. in my day. Like I wasn't just mindlessly scrolling through things. I was like focused on what was going around me. I listened to records. Okay, that was great. Nice. I just you know I worked in the kitchen. I made dinner. Oh, what you make? Pulled pork. Oh, nice. Pulled pork. Yeah, man. It was really good. Nice. It was really good from scratch. You, you you caught the pig and everything. Yeah, I um yeah my kids were not happy that they they thought that pig was a pet. <laughs> That's sick. Why did you say pulled pork from scratch? That's what comes to I'm mind. I'm sorry. Okay. I, I don't know if anyone – what chef do you know? It's like, I made this from scratch, and you're like, you killed this chicken? And he's like, what's wrong with you? No, I didn't kill this chicken. We bought it. But no. We, so, yeah, I made I made dinner. I you know I just cleaned up around the house, played with the kids way more. Yeah, because nice. even when I'm with my kids sometimes, I find myself just like scrolling or watching videos on YouTube or whatever. I was like – I was. Trying you're, to be more engaged, more intentional about being engaged, engaged and being present, and I felt really good. Good, I felt really, really good, man. So anyway, that does it. Yeah, one last thing. You seem happy. It's I'm a, in a good mood today. It's happy, Steve. Okay, that's rare. I have to ask you. Yeah. When we left you last, this yeah. was two weeks ago. Yeah. You you were having kind of a, a withdrawal. Doing way better. Sugar. Yeah, dude. I'm doing really good are, are you this. eating sugar are you no. back on the sugar no okay S- small amounts every once in a while but i'm still not doing um processed food okay like so i'm not like grabbing snacks like snacks my kids are eating i'm not eating any of that stuff uh i'm not drinking pop yeah at all like i have iced tea right here which is like it's my summertime favorite zacky do you know what that is uh moroccan mint tea oh yeah yeah. you've had yeah. that at my house it's, it's, good, it's yeah. green iced tea uh, that has mint and uh, it has a trace amount of sugar in it. We do, but I make like a gallon of it and I put l- like between like a uh, between a quarter 
cup of of turbino sugar into it like raw sugar um and that's it man that's that so that that is it like okay so last night i will say this we had um star wars day yeah we we celebrated with uh our next door neighbors our very dear friends up heck no you should i had a star wars shirt on okay but that was it i made i made the kids uh a drink called Photon Fizz. Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah, it was fun. All right, <laughs> it was so it was ginger, it was a recipe in our Galaxy's Edge cookbook. Okay, and I got uh, so it was ginger beer, which okay. is just like it's like like root beer. No, it's more along. It's like a really it's like heavier. So there's ginger ale. Yes, and ginger beer. Okay. Ginger ale is like a lighter form of ginger beer. Okay, um, so it's it's heavier on the ginger flavor. Okay, and then uh. You put in, um, it's like uh, it's like a like a sugar syrup with lime in okay. it, and then I squeezed fresh orange juice into it. Okay, it was outstanding. Was so, it was it like a bright color? Did you have put? Like, it was food? bright green. Yeah, because it was Star Wars Day, so, so we were you put, doing like, like, like yeah, in yeah. It was it was like yeah. I, I used food gel. Okay, um, it, it looked really cool, and then I made the kids Grogu cookies, like okay. the little blue cookies. I made them that. I made them. We had f- portion bread in the morning, which is like our yearly thing. But this year, I made it out of almond flour. Okay. Do you know what almond flour is? Yes, I do actually. Okay, it's really good. Yeah. Like everything should be made out of almond flour. Like we need to get rid of regular flour and just use almond. Almonds flour. are very versatile. You can milk them. You can make flour out of them. <laughs> So our intern Tage, yeah. he was our intern during COVID when we yeah. were just making videos. He made this awesome commercial about the almond milking community. And yeah. Yes. So in this video, it's like a very, it's supposed to come across as very sincere, like yeah. hardworking, you know, and he's out in the almond fields and he he's gets his almonds, almonds, he has them in his hands. And then you see him like squeeze the almonds <laughs> into a cup. Yeah. <laughs> There's milk. I was dying. Yeah. That was classic, classic. Um, so yeah. Anyway, so I made them the portion bread. We made a bunch of things, and then Bethany actually made a uh, Death Star cheesecake. Oh, so it was, you know, just death by cheesecake. Death by cheesecake. So yesterday was my cheat day for the week, and I did have a piece of cheesecake. Um, was it worth it? A hundred percent. Bethany's <laughs> Bethany's a really good baker, <laughs> like really, really good. So, um, yeah. So we had that, and uh, yeah, it was a nice Star Wars day, man. Good. That was, that was Today it. Today is uh, Revenge of the Fifth or Revenge Cinco of the de Mayo. Forget that. Forget that. It's I Revenge know. of the Fifth. I could go for some Mexican food. Is that what we're going for lunch? Uh, you know, we could think about that. Can I talk about one more thing? <laughs> yeah, you could talk about whatever you want. I, well, I, I don't want to bother you. You're not bothering me at all. So I have we, a question. We have weeks of catching up to do. We, we do. But but before, the Star Wars has kind of jogged my memory here a little bit. Yeah. I right. remember back in the fall. Yeah, back in the fall. We had this, this thing we were anticipating it was your Star Wars figurine character with your face on it. Mm. Whatever happened to him? I don't know where it's at. It D- disappeared. So this is what happened. You I know, thought maybe you might get him out yesterday and, and strut him around. No. Take him to your Star Wars party and say, no. this is me. This has been a big year of change uh, for me. Um, like, just really dropping a lot of things that uh, I don't find helpful or necessary. And so Zach and I talked about this on the podcast that I ordered that figure it was supposed to be a christmas gift but i had to like take the pictures of my face and stuff yeah. to get it printed on there and then i i decided that you know that that collecting was an unhealthy habit for me because it was only for me 
Um, and it was just like, it was getting, it was just, uh, uh, I, I, I get, I tend to be obsessive. If I get into something, I I'm obsessive sometimes with it. Um, especially like when it comes to buying things, I love buying things. It's, it's probably my, it's my biggest addiction. It's probably the thing I struggle with the most. Um, so yeah, I got that figure and then I told Sarah, please don't give it to me for Christmas. Cause she was still going to wrap it and give it to me. She's like, you got it. Like, what are we supposed to do with it? I said, I don't know. Just put it away somewhere. I don't know where it's at. It's hidden. Yeah. It's hidden. Um, so yeah, I didn't, I didn't end up getting it. Oh, okay. So I have no idea where it is. And <clears throat> it's probably off fighting some battle somewhere. Maybe. Who knows? I don't know yeah. what figures do when they're done. I, sh- I wanted to give it's it to like Luke. Toy Story. Well, because Luke, Luke has all my old figures. I yeah. put them all in a box and I just gave them to him. So he plays with them. I should have just, I should find it and give it to him. So <laughs> that he- would be really funny where, where dad was in like, in like his, his little universe. Uh, I guarantee you dad would be the first one dead. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like the, you know, in, in Star Trek, there's always the joke of the, the red shirt. You know what the red shirt rule is? No. If you so in the old Star Trek TV show, okay. if somebody had a red shirt on, like one of the red uniforms, you knew that person was going to die in the episode because <laughs> red shirts were like the lowest rank, nice. and they were always the first to die. <laughs> the highest rank is the gold, yeah. right? And then there's blue, and then I I think like I forget what blue is like engineer and something, but red's like just an officer. They're 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 done. Yeah, so, so you're, you're the red you're shirt. dead. And yeah, I was I'm in a I'm in a you're or, like the scout. I'm in an orange jumpsuit. <laughs> <laughs> right, it's a it's an X-wing fighter gear. Yeah. So yeah, uh, I I'm probably I'm probably the first one dead. It's like oh we're on the mission. Oh no, he's dead. Lightsaber. Yeah. Leg falls I, I don't have a lightsaber or anything. Like my figure didn't come with a lightsaber. That's a anyway, problem. when we come back, yes, we got some more stuff to talk about. All right, we'll see you in a minute. Bye bye. Bye. we're back so zacky yes stevie you know well we're we're going to we're reformatting a little bit here for on the fly second half no i mean on the fly today yeah <laughs> it's been an idea that i kicked around in our time off yeah i had a moose come to me he did he whispered it in your ear he's like was he's it like, doug? He, he, oh yeah yeah of course Same one. It, was, it was douglas marvin he so he listens to the podcast he's a big fan okay also it's the only thing he, he has the to, Bluetooth comes straight in there, and he's got Spotify app. Here's the thing you have to understand about Douglas: like he doesn't know how to use Bluetooth. Oh, he's not good at it. Okay. And so, like when something starts playing, like if you can get to his his phone pouch, he doesn't have thumbs. <laughs> he's got a pouch on the side of his head. He's got a pouch on the side of it. Like it's hung around his neck. You know, like those uh, Saint Bernards that have like the barrel on the front of there. Yeah, Mar. Yeah, Douglas Marvin. Has a uh, has a, a cell phone pouch. Okay, it's nice. for his Apple. It's a his Apple phone. It's Apple phone. Yeah, it's a Gen One. It's a Gen One Apple phone. He, he's not a rich. Made, it's made out of an apple. It's, it, <laughs> <laughs> it's like the horse. That's Bluetooth connectivity. Yeah. Um, no, so yeah, he, so if you put something on to yeah. play for him, he, he can't change it. So you you set the Spotify app. To yeah, Zach he, Steve he really podcast. doesn't understand how to use Siri at all <laughs> at all no but I've, I've been kicking around this idea of for our second half instead of doing a lesson which yeah. we've kind of been doing yeah, sometimes 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 we're just talking I, I i like and i think it fi- people find like from the feedback that we get they like too when we're talking more about personal experience like what god's doing in and through us and how i mean because what god does in and through us 
probably close to a lot of people that's going on in their lives too, like similar situations, similar circumstances, uh, similar questions as to like how God operates in their life. And so I thought it'd be, it'd be interesting for a while. Then we can get, sometimes we could do fun series. Like we did our cult series at the beginning of the year. That was really popular. Cults are fun. That's a really weird way to say that. But well, you said we did a re- are fun. Well, you said we did a really fun cult series. Did I say fun? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let me re-say that. We did a very engaging cult yeah, there series. There you go. <laughs> Super fun cult series. Yeah. Zach got all kinds of ideas. <laughs> That's not true at all. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, he now knows how to run a successful, a successful side business. <laughs> yes, that's true. He started a multi-level marketing thing. <laughs> it's gonna be the next big thing in the church. <laughs> multi-level marketing scheme. Uh, anyway, that's not all we're talking about. No, though. it's not at all what we're gonna talk about. Zach, you want to talk about the humanity of Christ, which I find yeah. very fascinating because it's one of those things that I think um, is. I mean, so you're saying so, in in. Well, in you contrast me. to the divinity of Christ, the humanity of Christ. Well, you asked me in in regards to what we were talking about, how what has been on my heart this week is something to talk about, and and it's been that it's been Jesus as a person, and sometimes people maybe bristle at that a little bit that the idea of Jesus being a person because Jesus is God, right? Yeah. Jesus is our Savior. He's our Lord. He's the King of Kings. But to think of him as just a regular dude, mm-hmm. um, it, it's kind of maybe blasphemous in a way. Like some people might think, like you know, God, you know, Jesus is a person. That's that's a weird thing yeah. to think about. But it it's it's reality. I mean, he lived a, a life like you or I would live. He was born like you or I would live, right? Yep. Um, so there is this truth about who Jesus was that he experienced life like we experienced it. You mm-hmm. know, he was tempted, he had struggles, um, but he didn't sin. He didn't make mistakes, yeah. right? And he, he overcame them because of his character and who he was, right? One of the hard, hardest aspects of it to fathom uh, is like, how can a man not sin? Yeah. Because it's very second nature to us, but for Jesus, it's not right. second nature. The temptation's still being there, but... correct willing to or having the ability to yeah right get around it or not get around it that makes it sound like like you found a loophole uh but like to circumvent go to not i just i just circumvent means get around yeah (laughs) right explain this better zach no i think my benadryl starting to kick (laughs) in a little bit my brain slowed way down no it's just that he we all have the choice in our lives to make the correct choice. And that's one of the, you know, the blessings that God gives us is the ability to choose. Yeah. The ability to make mistakes. But Jesus lived a life where he he didn't. Yes. He, he made the correct choices. He lived life in a way that was God honoring, right? Yeah. Um, but what, I, what we're talking about this week in junior high, we've been doing this series where we've been looking at the 40 days after the resurrection, before Jesus ascended to heaven. And because we talk about the 40 days before all the time, Lent, right? Yeah. 40 days before Easter, we there's different you know, denominations of Christianity. Which know. we talked about a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we did our Lent. You give up something for whatever. But the 40 days after, his disciples had time with Jesus in preparation for the calling that they had on their life where they're going to go out and spread the gospel, right? Mm-hmm. But they had an intense time with him 
where Jesus was there. He wasn't there. He was teaching them, right? And yep. so he was preparing them for what was next. And he he promised them a helper who was going to come, the Holy Spirit, right? And yeah. we celebrate that at Pentecost where the Spirit came down upon the disciples, right? And then they went out and preached and all these people came to know who Christ was, right? So that's coming up here in a few weeks on our you know present calendar right now. So we've been talking about these 40 days. And this week we're talking about the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. and how the Holy Spirit guides us. And what I think is fascinating to me is that Jesus also was led by the Spirit. Mm-hmm. And he, he talks about, you know, the Spirit coming inside of us, and, and he promises that to his disciples. And he has, you know, you guys need to wait here until the Spirit comes and then go out and do your work. And that's what happened. They were, they were waiting in Jerusalem, you know, 10 days after he ascends, Pentecost comes, Holy Spirit comes down, and then up, he's upon them, and they go out and start preaching in the tongues of the people. And, yes. the, you know, the people in yeah. Jerusalem were like, what's going on? These people are talking you know, like uh, wildly. Yes, yeah. People that should not know these things know these things. Exactly. Yeah. And so what we're going to be talking about is when Jesus began his ministry, he began it by being baptized, the Holy Spirit coming, descending upon him like a dove. And then the very next line, um, it says Jesus full after being baptized, um, he was 30 years old. And then the next passage here in Luke 4, 1, Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, left the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, where for 40 days he was tempted by the devil. Yes. And so the Spirit led him to this temptation that was going to come. Yep. And that temptation, I think we've talked about this before, where he, he is tempted in a way that we will never be tempted, right? Yeah, because like, we don't need to be tempted with something that big. We could be tempted with something little and, and, <laughs> We're gonna and mess fall up. victim to it. Right. right? We're, we, we don't need to get to this level of challenge. <laughs> yes, this is like the expert course. Yeah, this is, yeah, yeah master level course, yes. Yeah. And so he finishes that. He, he gets past that temptation. And once that's done, it says, Jesus returned to Galilee. Gallery to Galilee, peanut gallery. Yeah, return to Galilee, and the power of the Spirit and news about Him spread through the whole countryside. So He's being led by the Spirit, Mm -hmm. and so this is what happens with the disciples after after Pentecost as well, led by the Spirit. And it's what we do as well. And so I think, to me, that gives me like a sort of confidence or courage to go out and do it yeah. because Jesus waited for 30 years until it was his time to do this. And then he was led by God's spirit and, and accomplished the feats that, that was, was put before him for, for our glory. Right. Yeah. And God's glory obviously. It, while doing it as a man and setting yeah. the example for us that like a man, it is possible for a man to do a lot of these things. Not that we could do it as Jesus did and as perfectly as Jesus did, but w- these are the examples that set forth. These are the parameters. And if you live in, within these parameters, you're going to find greater sure. joy in this life. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was just thinking about that this week. And I guess when, when you asked me what, 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 what has been on your heart, it's just that. You know, like God loves us so much that he left his throne room on high mm-hmm. and experienced life as we do. Yeah. All the trials, all the tribulations, um, he experienced heartache, experienced loss, like on on, on a human scale, right? Because he was there. He lost friends. He lost loved ones. Um, and then to live that life in a way for us. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know. That's just what I was thinking about today. No, what do you it's think a, about I mean, that? I, I I love looking at the humanity of Jesus because it it helps us get better focused on what we need to be doing in our lives, and he he gives us a very real world way of of doing these things. Obviously, we're not going to walk on water. That was Jesus performing the divine to get a message across to people. Right. There's aspects of Jesus's ministry where he had to be divine yeah. uh, and do things to really, especially his apostles, or the, the, his closest disciples, because they just refused to get it for a long oh, time. And, and Jesus was like, all right, what else do I have to do to get these guys to realize yeah. that I am who uh, I say I am? Um, but when it comes to like the more humanistic aspects of it, like when, with some of the things that you just watch Jesus do, and that's why I think it's important to, to really crawl your way through the gospels instead of rush your way through the gospels, you can still get a pretty good picture of who Jesus is by like, if you're a Bible reading plan, you're like rushing through it, you're still going to get to see the, the humanity and divinity of Jesus. Um, but you're going to miss a lot of the smaller details that we kind of, glance over, just gloss over to get to the things that like, and focus on the things that we've heard a million times over and a million times again, we'll hear a million times again. And one of the things that I find fascinating, I forget where it came up, but it was this week. There's two, two things. One of them is how Jesus led, Hmm. you know, it was never about him. That's what I, I loved about his leadership. Uh, you know, the human, our human side, when it comes to leading, is going to be. I want people to follow me because I think I know everything, right? Yeah. And that that was never Jesus' mentality, even though he had all the knowledge and all the wisdom, right? And he did know everything. Yeah. He never presented himself as such. Jesus was a servant leader. He he cared for people not by necessarily taking the lead, but he was looked at as being a leader because of what he did, what his actions yeah. spoke to people, um, and so it it removed him from the equation of being someone like of of the highest importance importance, like a king in that those days in that time, or even a king even of this day is not going to be of the people. Yeah. They're going to call themselves a leader, a leader of the people, but they're not going to be walking among the people. They're subjects. Yeah. Jesus is the king of kings, and he never treated anybody like they were a subject. Right. He treated them as a person, yeah, as a and brother. He, and he downplayed his, yeah. his kingship. Yeah. Right? He, he, was, he didn't want people to know that. Yeah. He was always <laughs> like, no, 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 don't say anything. Don't yeah. say anything. Just let people come to know and understand. Let them see the change see the that has happened in you. Yeah. And that will point them to me. Yeah, and you, when when uh, John the Baptist's disciples come up and say, "Hey, you know, are, are you the Messiah we've been waiting for?" He doesn't say, "Yep, that's me." He says, "Well, look, look at the works. Look, look, look what's happened here. You know, the <clears throat> the yeah. blind can see, the the lame can walk, right?" Yep. <clears throat> I think yeah. that's that's an amazing thing. Like, you know, when we lead, are we leading with our heart, or are we leading with our mind? Like, and what I'm saying is, like, are we leading because with our heart, mean like. If Jesus is in charge of our hearts, are we allowing him to be the leader of our lives? That means like that we don't have to be the one, but we're part of it. And we recognize, hey, when I need to step up, I could step up, but I, I could also follow extremely well too. Yeah. Not that Jesus was in particular a follower, but followers... Well, he was following... The Father. Yeah. Yes. Right, right. In that regard, yes. <clears throat> I'm saying of people, because people might make say like, well... 
Jesus didn't follow people. No, he did not follow people. No, not but, people. But right. no person could have authority over Jesus, but the, he did submit himself to the authority of the Father. Yes. Um, and so that's our that's how we should be viewing this is like, okay, when it comes to the people around us, still we could still be the best that we could be by you know, not putting ourselves above other people. If we're going to be true servant leaders, servant leaders, we're going to you know, lower ourselves and yeah. say, like, I'm here for you. Those are the best leaders. Yeah. The ones that could say, I'm here for you. Yeah. Like, you know, Jesus set that example with washing feet. Right. Yeah. You know, gross. <laughs> gross. I don't like washing my kids' feet. You know, <laughs> I'm giving like the littles a bath. Right. I'm like, yeah. even though they're like cute and they're still like, you know, relatively clean. You know, it's like, that's gross. I couldn't imagine cleaning a grown man's Nasty sandaled feet. foot yeah. as he's walked through the streets with who knows what's right. all over his feet. And Jesus didn't think about it. Right. He just did it. Why? Because he's so showing people. I'm here to serve right. others. To the, to, and I'm going to serve in the lowest possible form. Something that like you know, was right. like not 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 common for a man to do in those days. Um, so like yeah, leading like Jesus yeah. leads. I think because he shows it in humanity. He doesn't do it in divinity. He does it as as, as a human. Yeah, he he came to teach about God's kingdom. And yeah. the things that are important in God's kingdom. And you know, the term we call it is the upside-down kingdom. Because Jesus' message was countercultural. You know, the, the least will be first, right? Mm-hmm. You serve. If you want to be great in the house of God, you need to take the lowest spot. Yep. Because then, you know, th- those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. These are the things he was teaching. And in order—and and the reason why is he, he understood— that the best things in this creation are are of those things where you yep. where you make yourself less and allow others to succeed and allow yep. others to you know be healthy and 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 and, and grow right yep. and that's where you find true fulfillment and true joy yeah and he understood that and so he that's what he was teaching he was teaching about God's kingdom the things that are the things that God values because when you value those things as well your life is going to be so much more complete. And, yes. and we think when we look around us and see what the world values is important, that that's what we want as well. And whatever that could be, fame, wealth, you know, popularity, whatever that mm-hmm. is, when you gain those things, you're not happy, right? Yeah. You, you, you gain more issues. You gain, you're, you become either prideful, depressed, you look at other people, you want what they have. Yeah. And and when you when you seek after those things, you become filled with stuff that that makes you unhappy. It makes you un uh, less of a person than what what you're created to be. Absolutely. So when he's coming and teaching these things of God's upside down kingdom, he is doing it not as kind of hey, it's not you're going to have no fun in this life. You're not going to you're not going to succeed or whatever. No, you are going to succeed in a level that is so much better than what you think you want. Yes. Right. And so by doing these servant leader things, he's leading in a way that's showing us the best way. Yes. Absolutely. And like in, in kind of branching off of what you were just talking about, there was a point there was a connection point I was gonna make, but I didn't want to interrupt you. So I'm just gonna have to kinda of, this is gonna be a little bit of a rough jump That's all right. here, but still talking about the humanity of Christ and what I think it was what you're saying, like in what people value. Yeah. Um one of the things that 
I think we struggle with as a society. And another thing that Jesus' humanity teaches us is the importance of rest. We okay, do yeah. that so poor. This has been something that's been on my heart mm-hmm. because um, I don't always rest well. I don't always take time to actually recoup. It's just filling my schedule and filling my schedule. Because as as a society, as Americans, and it's almost exclusive to America, uh, I'm sure there's other countries out there that are similar in how they do things, but it seems like in America, we pride ourselves on our busyness. Yeah. Like if you ask a random person, hey, how you doing? Oh, just real busy, real busy. Like, is that not one of the most common things that you hear yeah. from people, like when you ask them about how's their life going and everything. And, and Jesus makes it a point several times in his ministry to rest, to draw away mm-hmm. and rest and recoup. And what he would do is, I mean, he's going away and he was praying to the Father, but he was relaxing and recouping. Yeah, He wasn't, you know, I think sometimes we use that as an excuse. If things are going well, then I have to keep hitting. I have to keep going. Mm-hmm. I got to strike while the iron's hot, right? Like if things are moving, I got to keep moving. And I mean, God gave us that seventh day for that re- very reason. He set the example even before Jesus right. did. With creation. In the creation story is that God rested on that seventh day. And there is supposed to be a Sabbath right. for us. But we don't value that as a society because we view um, rest as laziness yeah. as a society. And that's not true. Mm-hmm. That is not true. We we have to do a better job of managing our time so that by the end of the week, we do have a day. I'm not saying where you just like lay down and die for a day. Maybe you do need that some days. Some days we do just need a day where we could just veg out and do nothing. Mm-hmm. But that's not real rest. What r- real, I mean, that can't, that's a form of rest. Yeah. But what rest we're talking about is restoration of the heart, mind, and soul, like where we could just reflect and pray and have time away, get caught up on the the things around the house maybe, whatever. Like there's always going to be little things that need to be done, but like not filling our schedule with this, 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 and this. And then I'm like, I just shot through another day. God wants us to have a day where we can enjoy, you know, the weather and his his creation and just relax in that and just soak it all in because i mean what what nature is supposed to draw us back to and zach you've used this before as an example so i'm really stealing this from you because i think in the past you've even told me that one of the one of the places that you feel most connected to god is mm-hmm. when you're just like because i remember you talking about this when you would go hunting yeah it's like you feel very connected to god just in his creation like yeah. it's silence yeah you, know, just, you just hear the things around you. You hear the wind blowing through the leaves. You hear see little animals all over the place. Mm-hmm. And it brings you a sense of peace right. because I'm back to where, to what yep. God created. Right. The most basic functions of, of our existence. I'm around that. I'm just enjoying that and soaking it in. We all need to do that. That's a, a big part of the reason why I'm reducing my screen time. Yeah. A lot of the stuff that I'm doing is unnecessary. Yeah. This mindless scrolling, we all do this. We're all guilty of this, is mindless scrolling um, and just going through things or mindless game playing. Like Zach, Zach knows this about me. Like I get on my phone and I would just play a game. I delete. I actually deleted that game two or three weeks ago. Nice. Um, because like you know, it was it was just drawing me away all the time. I'm like, what what is this all adding up to? 
a big pile of nothing, a bunch yeah. of lost hours. Yeah. Um, and so I even find myself like I'm resting from that. I, I don't want to ever go back to that. Like yeah. putting my phone in a spot where like it's it's available, ringers on, somebody calls me, I'm going to hear the Mario theme song, right? Like, <laughs> um, you know, so I'll, I'll come and I'll answer it if I need to. Yeah. But there's going to, there has to be days though where we're actually resting, but our rest can glorify God by reminding ourselves of how awesome he is that he's given us this because mm-hmm. he valued rest and we should value rest. Jesus valued rest. So we value rest and we just reside in the Holy spirit in that time. Um, so, you know, be, be, um, uh, what am I trying to say here? It's an I word. An I word. It's an I word. I was thinking mindful. Be mindful, but also intentional. Intentional, okay. Intentional. Yeah. No, I wasn't. That was not me trying to draw a word out of Zach. I literally could not remember the word intentional, <laughs> which is, I think, a word that I need to just put put on my. I think on our whiteboard, we need to write intentionality. Just that <laughs> word, because it is like to me that is the most um, essential word to how we live our lives as believers is with intentionality with purpose everything that we do is for a reason not just because yeah when we when we follow that logic because even when it comes to rest if it's just oh because i have to dumb wrong why are you doing it yeah because god's given you a lot and you've completed all that work and now i'm going to be intentional about just residing in it and uh, reflecting on it and appreciating it all the more, we do it bad, we do it poorly, as 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 a as a country. Like we're the only country in the world, we're one of the only countries in the world that doesn't value holidays. Like where people like take a month off from work. Yeah. No, nice. it's like Americans. Oh, what day are you gonna be back? Yeah. Can you be back sooner? Like yeah. that's that's our mentality. <laughs> yeah. It's work, 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 work. Has it gotten our country far? Yeah, but I think we're starting to see the ramifications of that too. Um, where you see a lot of burnout and a lot of anxiety and depression. Why? Because it's like, why? Like, I need to be achieving. I need to be achieving. I need to be achieving. And this is not a healthy cycle for us to be in. And God never intended for us to always be on and always going. I remember. So this wasn't even that long ago. I had, and I'm I'm giving him credit. I'm giving him credit. I remember I had a former intern and he's now a dear friend say to me like no you have to be mindful about taking a sabbath i'm like oh dude you just don't get it like (laughs) i said you have to be on all the time man you gotta be ready to go which is partially true as a pastor like when people need me they need me like if i get a phone call and somebody had a death in the family i'm like you'd be like it's my day off yeah you know that'd be horrible yeah but with this situation in particular, um, we need to say, say to our like, – in that situation in particular, I want to say you were right. Yeah. I need to be more mindful about saying like, no, this is the day where I am resting and mm-hmm. I'm not putting anything on my schedule this day because I need to rest. Right. So I don't – I mean what's your thoughts on that, Zachy? Um, no, I think you covered it, this idea of rest and – and uh, yeah, I, I I don't have any anything else to add to that. Um, I was I wasn't thinking about 
I mean, it, when you when you talk about Jesus humanity, you can go to so many different. Oh, there's angles. a billion. I think, we and, could, and I think it's just whatever you. I mean, you as a person, as a person, whatever yeah. you are struggling with, you can find that in in Jesus's story. Yes, in in how he lived his life, and and whatever you're triumphing too. And so you talking about rest because you just came off a day where that was something that you was were successful in and was on your heart and you put your phone away and you had that time with your family mm-hmm. and so you can see that then and oh i should have been doing this all along yeah you know jesus did teach us this and show us this yes and so i think it's it's the two sides of the same coin i i haven't been the the, the rest wasn't what i was dealing with this week it was more just him working in my life yes type thing but when you look at Jesus' humanity, you can see everything that we deal with. Right? Absolutely, is, is in that as well. Absolutely, yeah. I, I mean, there's there, there's a million different avenues to go down when it comes to the humanity of Jesus, and I think maybe we continue this talk next week, even yeah. to talk about more elements of the humanity of Jesus. And and you know, text us whatever if you have our number to text us, text us. Talk about the humanity of Jesus. We'd love to hear your take on that. Um, you know, we could talk about it next week on the podcast, or if you want to leave a message for us, uh, you can email us, um, well, we don't have a podcast email, but you can, you can email one of us directly here at the church. You know, Zach is Z Cyrus at NLBC.church. I'm S Mikulski at NLBC.church. And we'd love to hear from you. Yeah. But until next week, I'm Steve. I'm Zach. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.